for some of you, you will continue to hear from the Lord. And some of you are wondering why the Lord hasn't spoken to you. Well, He will speak to you through the message of the gospel today. This is what the Lord was telling me to tell you, to share with you. And it is different from what we normally study. We are studying about the heart. But today's message is slightly different. And I was wondering why it was so. Now I understand why it is so. Let's go to Psalm 105, 17 to 19. Sometimes we go through certain things that we don't understand. Remember, Joseph was sent to Egypt as a slave. And this is what the Lord was talking to me about a couple of days ago. And he told me to write this down. In Psalm 105, 17 to 19, it says, He sent a man before them, Joseph, who was sold as a slave. They hurt his feet with fetters. He was laid in irons until the time that his word came to pass. The word of the Lord tested him. Now, we don't read in Genesis about Joseph getting hurt in any way. But we understand from this scripture, from the book of Psalms, that they hurt his feet. And he was laid in irons. And it says something, until the time that his word came to pass. Do you see the word his? Is the H capitalized in your Bible? That means the word that Joseph spoke. This, when you read the book of Genesis, is concerning the dreams that he interpreted. And interpretation is from the Lord. Yes? So the Lord gave him the word. Joseph spoke the word. Yes? So what happens is when I get interpreted like this, I lose a message here. So be careful, Liam. Be careful of this. So, Elijah was a man just like us, but the Lord refused to let any of the word, his words, fall to the ground. Whose words? Elijah's words. Where is your faith? Do you understand? Remember, Joseph was sent to Egypt as a slave. And from there he went into prison. No fault of his. Potiphar's wife 
made up a lie and sent Joseph to prison. Do you understand? And from there, he went to the palace. So, you have pit, prison, and palace. And in the palace, he had lots of pizza. Because it rhymes with P, starts with P, pizza. Huh? We are put to a what? You know, potato, you have pizza, yeah? But remember, your life will depend on whether your mind is in the palace or in the pigsty. It doesn't matter if you find yourself in the palace if you are pig-minded. You will gravitate towards that where your mind is. That is why the Bible tells us to keep our eyes on the things above and to renew our mind. Yes? Why? Because the plans that God has for us are for our good. Do you understand? He's our Father in a in the new covenant, yes? Go to Psalm 103, verse 13. Psalm 103 is in the old covenant, yes? Yes? I hope you get this and understand this fully. Psalm 103, verse 13. It says, As a father has compassion on his children, so the Lord has compassion on those who fear him. This is just a descriptive term. As a father has compassion. It doesn't say, I'll be a father to you. As a father, so the Lord. Do you understand? But that changes in the new covenant that I spoke about earlier today. Let's go to Matthew 6, 9 to 15. This is when the disciples came to Jesus and said, teach us how to pray. Yes? And Jesus said, in this manner, therefore pray. Our Father in heaven. Big difference. God the Creator has become our Father. Now this is a hindrance to some of us. Why? Because we tend to view God as we view our fathers. For example, I viewed God as someone who just provides. He's distant, but He provides. Just like my father was. He loved me. I knew that much. And he provided for me. Whatever I wanted, he was able to buy. Because money was not a problem for him. So you, I said, I want this. He bought me this. Do you understand that? Yeah. I'm not boasting. I'm just telling you what my relationship with my father was. And when he died... Not God, my father, yes? Yeah. Well, God died on the cross, yeah? yeah? 
When my father died, what stopped was the provision. I was wondering where all this would come from. I can no longer go and say, I want this Rolex. I remember him lying in front of me and my cousin was looking at my watch and saying, now at that time, oh, I thought that was a Rolex. And I just looked at him because my father's lying dead, yes? This was during the time his body was brought back to India and uh, it was in the house, yeah, for everybody to see. Then he said something. If I wanted a Rolex, I would tell my father. I wanted immediately, it, I almost blurted out, I would say the same thing. But then here lies my father, dead, in front of me. I could not say the same thing. Can I? But this is not our Father in heaven and He had to teach me this. <clears throat> he took me through a pit, a prison, and finally I'm on my way to the palace. Hallelujah! To understand, our Father in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. This was impossible. I told the Lord, you know from my testimony, I said, I will kill you, forgive it. Because it's divine for you to forgive and human for me too. Your job is to forgive, yeah? And the Lord said, it doesn't work that way. It says what? Forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Forever. He does not change. Amen. For if you forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. I thought I had forgiven everybody. Even last week, the Lord reminded me, no, you haven't forgiven that person. He brought up certain things. This is an ongoing process. But my heart is right with the Lord. And I said, Lord, I want to forgive. Help me forgive. What, what is it that I have to forgive? Do you understand? Yes? So, says, do you, if you forgive men their trespasses, that means they have done something wrong. But you forgive them. You, then your heavenly father will also forgive you. I shudder to think about the things that I have done wrong, which he has not forgiven me for, because I have chosen not to forgive. Hmm. Says very next verse, verse 15. But if you do not forgive men their trespasses, neither will your father forgive your trespasses. You want your sins blotted out? Then forgive. Jesus has been there and done that. But here it's very clear. You got to forgive. But here I'm talking about our father in heaven. Go to Galatians 4, 4 to 6. 
But when the fullness of time had come, God sent forth His Son, born of a woman, born under law, to redeem those who were under the law, that we might receive the adoption as sons. And because you are sons, God has sent forth the Spirit of His Son into your heart, crying out, Abba, Father. Is this word Spirit capitalized? Yes or no? It is capitalized. That means it is the Holy Spirit of His Son into your hearts, crying out, Abba, Father. So without the Holy Spirit, can you cry out, Abba, Father? No. Do you wonder why sometimes you feel dry? You need to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Remember, pig or prince depends on whether you are filled with the Holy Spirit. If you are filled with the Holy Spirit, you will be a prince. There will be a spirit of adoption. Otherwise, you are just a glorified, educated, sophisticated pig. I'm not calling you a pig, yes? But don't look at me like that. Don't get offended, yeah? But do, do you understand what I'm saying? Be filled with the Holy Spirit. So that you will always go towards the palace and not the pigsty, if you know what I'm saying, yes? Because we serve our Father who is a God of hope. Do you have that hope in your life? If you don't have that and you say you're a Christian and you want others to be like you, I wouldn't want to be like you if you don't have hope. In Malayalam there's a word called cope. Not cope, you cope with it. If we are cope, who wants cope? Well, you should have hope, yes? Pastor's being funny, yeah? PJ. Pastor's joke, yes? <coughs> Go to Romans 15 13. This is talking about hope, not cope, yes? Romans 15, verse 13. It says, Now may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing that you may abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. So without the Holy Spirit, how can you have hope? In what will you have hope? Do you understand? When I was in school and college, my hope was the weekend, the weekend parties. Ah, they enlightened my soul. Because why? Because of the spirit called alcohol. Do you understand? And I paid for it on Mondays and Tuesdays. Because that alcohol hangs over. 
you do understand yes some people still remember me because of that alcohol they wonder how that person can become a pastor i said it's simple the lord jesus can do greater miracles he was raised from the dead so if he can raise the holy spirit can raise someone from the dead he can make me into who i am now and make you into who you are to be amen amen so this is our father in heaven yes so the lord let me talk about five fatherly responsibilities that god has assumed over his children yes first one is that god our father provides for us go to philippians 4:18 to 19 indeed i have all and am bound and i'm full having received from ephraeroditus the things sent from you yes a sweet smelling aroma an acceptable sacrifice well pleasing to god and my god shall supply all you need all you need according to his riches in glory by christ jesus So the first thing they did was give. And it was a sacrifice. And then the Lord shall supply all they need. I remember this very clearly. When I started out for the studio, I was get I was praying for a sound card. I had given because the Lord said it's more blessed to give. I had given till I had nothing more to give. And then I thought I will step out by faith. Then the Lord asked me one question. Are you going to supply your need according to your riches or my riches? I said to the Lord It's better that you supply through your riches because you're richer than I am. And within a week or two, I had two sound cards. That which I was praying for. Both at that time, the best that I could possibly hope for. The Lord supplied all my needs. He's my father in heaven. So he taught me a principle at that time. He said, "Son, unless the Lord builds a house, the workers work in vain." Psalm 127, 1. Unless the Lord guards the city, the watchmen stand guard in vain. Do you understand? So God provides. Our Father provides for us. The second thing. is that our father 
whose God protects us. Go to Matthew 10, 29-31. And this will speak to some of you because I said the Lord is continuing to speak to you. Verse 29 says, Are not two sparrows sold for a copper coin? And not one of them falls to the ground apart from your father's will. But the very hairs of your head are all numbered. Nobody's going bald here, no? Everybody has hair, no? Even if you're bald, you God knows. Yes? Verse 31 says, Do not fear, therefore. Repeat after me. Do not fear. <laughs> Say, I will not fear. Yeah? Do not fear, therefore. You are more of more value than many sparrows. Do you understand? Because a sparrow at that time is was cheap. was nothing. You are worth more than that. Yes? And God our Father protects us because He knows even the hair on your head. He who knows all the stars by name knows you and me. And not only that, you know the number of hairs on your head? Have you counted? I tried once. I lost count, yeah? I just wanted to see how much you understand now? I was young, not before, I mean, before I knew Christ. I wanted to see how much hair I had. So I counted. I started. I don't know. I fell asleep. I had something else. I don't remember. Yeah, but I remember that. Standing in front of a mirror, counting my head. One, two, three, four. Yes. God our Father encourages us. This is very important because on Sunday when I look at all of you, you look like you are attending a funeral. God encourages us. Go to Psalm Psalm 10 verse 17. How does he encourage us? How does he encourage us? Because there will be a difference between those who serve him and those who do not. Because he answers prayers. Because he hears us when we call. Amen? If you don't, if you think like I did before, that God was someone distant with a long beard sitting with a thunderbolt in his hand, waiting to strike me down, he won't encourage not your soul remember David said why are you downcast on my soul do you understand here in Psalm 10 verse 17 Lord you have heard the desire of the humble you will prepare their heart you will cause your ear to hear so what is the requirement Humility. I spoke about that. Remember talking about the heart? Yes. So this is our Father. He encourages us. So when we 
talk to him, when we communicate with him, when you pray to him, you get a response. Philippians 4 says, The peace that surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and minds in whom? In Christ Jesus. Yes. To honest, there has to be a response. And if we don't have that response from him, and if you lack that, how encouraging will that be? In fact, it will be discouraging. You would think everybody else is happy, happy, and you are gloomy, sad. Why? Not because they are special. God does not have preferences. If you seek Him, He will answer you. Do you understand? Yes? There are sometimes things that we don't want to put away. And I told God, I said, I don't want to put this away. I like it too much. But then I told him again, but your word tells me that I should put it away. One example is the music. I had lots of albums, vinyl albums, records, yes. I had lots of CDs because I started buying CDs. Then I had plenty of tapes, all of secular music. And I burned them all. But it took me some time. I burned them all. Why? Because I wanted to burn my bridges. I didn't want to go back to them. Somebody came to me and said, at that time MP3 was just coming out. He said, why don't you give me all your CDs before you burn them so that I can make MP3s out of them and I'll have a record of all that. I said, if I had poison, would I give it to you? So that you'll consume it? <coughs> no. Do you understand? Sometimes you don't want, but the Lord gives you the strength to say no. Do you understand? It was equally tempting when I had that record deal. But the Lord gave me the strength to say no. But that was much, much, much more quicker to say no to that. But to burn my CDs and albums, I took a while. Do you understand? But the Lord strengthens us. Yes, our Father strengthens us. And He comforts us. That's the fourth thing. To go to 2 Corinthians 1. 3 to 4. This blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our tribulation, that we may be able to comfort those who are in any trouble with the comfort with which we ourselves are comforted by God. I think they had abundance of that word comfort. So they put it wherever they wanted, yes? But here, God 
comforts us so that we can comfort others by the same comfort we receive from God. Unless you receive it first, how can you give to others? This is the principle. Do you understand? So get comforted. My cup runs over. Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will not fear. Do you understand? He comforts us. He's our Father in heaven. This is why you should have a relationship with Him. And finally, what I want to talk about today is that He disciplines us. This you don't like so much. Hebrews 12.10 For they indeed for a few days chastened us as seemed best to them. That is talking about our parents. Yes, our father. Yes. But he, they just capitalized, that is God, for our profit that we may be partaker of his holiness. Holiness means what? You set apart for God. Sometimes you don't want to be set apart. So he what? Disciplines and corrects us. Is that clear? So that we are holy just as he is holy. So that we are perfect just as he is perfect. Is that clear? So God provides for us. God protects us. God encourages us. God comforts us. God disciplines us. Yes? And we have to be partakers of His holiness. Is that clear? I put it separately because this is important. If you don't desire to be holy, then, then something is wrong. Remember, I was talking about pit? Pigsty versus palace? Do you understand? I overcame, not because I was strong, but the Lord was strong. Do you understand? Remember earlier I spoke about alcohol? Somebody here, I won't say who offered me alcohol. My favorite kind from the past. But the Lord had made me overcome so much so that I could say no and it was repulsive to me. It was not my strength. It was the Lord who did it. Why? Because I wanted to partake of His holiness. I said, this is too wonderful to me. How can I be this holy? How can I attain this? Teach me. And when I said that, I jumped from the pan into the fire. Meaning things got hotter. Things got worse. I said, Lord, what, what is happening to me? 
said, you said, teach me. I'm teaching you. This is how the Lord disciplines us. Did you understand that? Yes? So we need to understand who our Father is in heaven. <laughs> we need to have a relationship with Him. And if you don't, you will be dead in the water. You'll wonder what, the, what is happening here. You might hoist your sails, all that fairy tale stuff, but that will remain as fairy tale to you. It won't be tangible, it won't be real. There won't be a difference in your life. For example, you look at me now. I didn't sleep a wink last night. I was up all night. And I'm surprised that I'm not tired. It's not because I had tea or everything. I, I feel encouraged. Do you understand? It is the Lord who does that. You clear? Yes? So, next week we're going to study more about the heart. Yes? Remember, I spoke about two defects of the heart and we were studying about the first. The second one, the major defect is deceitfulness. We're going to study about that. Yes? Basically, it's talking about how God hates differing weights. Literally, if you go to um, um, Deuteronomy 25.13, we'll cover this next, next week, but uh, I just want you to, to understand that. Deuteronomy 25.13. Or go to Proverbs 20.10 first. Proverbs 20.10. Diverse weights and diverse measures. They are both alike. An abomination to the Lord. Do you want to be an abomination to the Lord? Remember I spoke about that before, yes? Yes? Now go to Deuteronomy 25.13. And... He says, you shall not have in your bag differing weights, a heavy and a light. Literally, a stone and a stone. Two different stones. Meaning, when it suits you, you take the heavy one. When you're selling something, uh, you take the heavy one. When you're buying something, you take the light one. Do you understand? Because... If, if it's, you say it's one kg, do you understand? And, and you take the heavier stone, it shows 1.2 kg, you can remove 200 and keep 200 grams and keep it in your hand, yeah? So they go home, do you understand? When you buy something, yeah, do you understand? So literally a stone and a stone, you shall not have differing weights. This speaks about duplicity also. Because you are one way before certain people, another way, really. You're one way before certain people of great authority, but over people you have authority over, you're a monster. That is duplicity, yes? A facade. This is part of 
the deception we're going to study more about that yes but back to today's understanding of the god of hope our father in heaven yes so he uh, provides for us he protects us he encourages he comforts us he disciplines us i've given you the scriptures for all that yes so let us pray if you have not accepted the salvation only through jesus christ maybe you don't know who he is maybe you think you do but don't think that this concerns you guard your heart renew your mind for under the sun there is nothing new proclaim throughout the ages and retold now so that on judgment day you need not be ashamed or stand surprised in the beginning back when god created everything it was good all creation and man was king god want man about disobedience and the sin that follows but the fruit of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil made it solemn this fall led to the flood of noah in eden to the tower of babel where god delegated his care for nations and instead chose israel the devil influenced man to more evil leading to sodom and gomorrah finally to understand sin and his standards god gave us to restore all things god gave his only begotten son jesus the messiah on the cross for our sin jesus christ died rising again on the third day he fulfilled all laws obligations and reconciled us to god our father return he will to judge to renew and to hand over the kingdom to god his father in a heartbeat this is what i preach in a nutshell this is what i teach the song remains the same that to your ears this good news must reach that if you confess with your mouth the lord jesus and believe in your heart that god raised him from the dead you will be saved to understand his love the peace he alone can give our lord jesus calls us to know the path that he has paved as the holy spirit guides us to realize what is true i explain god's grace through the holy bible his plan to make our lives new